Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. My name is Jackson Saporn. Uh, I play saxophone and I write some songs from time to time for my band, No New Friends, or our band. It's not anyone's band. Um, my fun fact is... I'm currently cleaning dishes right now while I'm doing this. Nice. I can hear that. (laughs) Sick. Okay. Awesome. I hope that comes through. (laughs) All right. In today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Closer by No New Friends. Um, I want to start with the lyrics of this song. What is this song about and what inspired you to write it? Uh, the song, the song we like to throw around with the band is, we, we always say it's kind of like the moment before you kiss someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. how I, that's that's kind of the vibe I was going for when I wrote it, and kind of like that like tug and pull pull of like, ah, am I reading this right? Like, how mm-hmm. is it supposed to go? Like, are you into it? Am I into like what's going on? And just like come a little closer, like kind of fuck all that, and like you know, just you know, go with your gut, go with your instincts. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it's about. It's just kind of setting up that moment. And it's supposed to be like kind of sexy and, and raw like that. Uh, well, I can definitely hear the sexiness like right off the bat, um, especially with those vocals. Um, I oh, just, yeah. yeah, it was very smooth R&B-like. And I really, really enjoyed that. And it really was captivating. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I... Stumbling piano keys on a Sunday afternoon Take my breath away So was there like a particular moment that you went through that you were thinking about when you were writing out the lyrics or were you just kind of thinking in general um I think I find myself in that well not like a lot but like I guess I I felt like it was something that I could relate to I'm sure Mm -hmm. I don't think I can pinpoint it to one moment at all but I think I think usually when I write when I write I'm trying to think Unless it's like something happens in my life and then I'm like, all right, I got to gotta go to the piano and like, you know, write about what, what that just happened. And, I, and for me, I, I tend to usually keep those songs more just like to myself. I don't know. They're super, super raw and personal. <clears throat> but the more general stuff, like just in a general sense, I feel like it's easier for people to latch on to. And yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It was like the scene. It was my senior year of high school, actually. And there were a lot of like senior year, end of senior year. Everyone was kind of, you know, flirting around with everyone. Like mm-hmm. prom was coming around. It was like, who are you going to go and take on a date? Like it was all that like corny shit, you know? And I was just like, I found myself, I didn't know. And like, I don't know, girls were like a big deal for me at the time. It was like, oh, like, you know, that was so important. And I was just like, come a little closer, you know? Like, why, why is this so like, I guess that sounds creepy when you say it. I guess it depends how you say it. You got to be careful, obviously. Get consent ask <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah. but yeah just like just like is this person into it? it are they not are they just fucking with me i feel like i got let on a lot and mm-hmm. and the whole point of it is just kind of drop all the act drop all the bullshit like we mess with each other like let's just like make this happen or just like 
say what's good. Like don't play games kind of thing. I feel like that's definitely the sentiment behind it. Right. Um, well, did you, did you write this song by yourself? Yeah, I actually did. I did write this song as my microwave goes off. (laughs) So, so since you wrote this, did you kind of like, were you in the studio giving a lot of vocal direction to like, make sure that vibe was coming off? Like what you were imagining in your head? Yeah, I mean, Elizabeth, who's like the singer, like Liz, Mm -hmm. I've known your friends. She's like my best friend. And that's like a constant thing that we we go through a lot as far as making sure that the lyrics are being conveyed by this other person. Because I I write a lot of songs, but I'm a terrible singer. I I like so bad. It's hilarious. Everyone laughs at me (laughs) for it. But yeah, it's a a big partnership. And there's like a lot of trust with trust with me and Liz. Like, we definitely are in the studio bouncing ideas off each other. And Sometimes I kind of play director and I try to like get in her head, like get her in the headspace of like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just like, not like coaching. Cause like, I'm not coaching her on her abilities or like what notes she's hitting. Like she's so right. killing, but just getting her in that mindset of like, this is what this song is about. Like we have to feel this. And we often will, will talk things through mm-hmm. and change lyrics that she doesn't, you know, like if she wants to say something or feels like she could say it in a better way, she definitely does that. And there's definitely lyrics that were changed in this song that she was like, I want to say it like this. And I'm like, Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that, and she got that. So, okay. so that that's a huge collaborative process with me and her. So yeah, she's definitely like my right hand always. Well, and that's also kind of hard sometimes for like vocalists to really capture that emotion when it's not written by them. So it's yeah, telling like she, me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like, that's what she says, like to a T she's like, that's the hardest thing I have to do. Yeah. That's, that's, that's her. Yeah. She literally, no. And she's the goat. So yeah, no, it's a lot of trust. It seems like it though too. Yeah, for sure. The trust thing is like a big thing. Um, did you end up piecing together like all the instrumentation as well? Oh, oh no. It was fully a collaborative effort. Like I, I came to the band, like I, I, I play sax in the band, but I like Mm -hmm. usually write on guitar or piano and I, Came to the band, me singing poorly on a acoustic guitar, <laughs> and we all worked out the arrangement. Obviously, I had the vision for it in the beginning, so it was like a lot of it ran through ran like the idea. Like they kind of had to understand the idea for me, but like yeah, like for example, like that whole second verse. I don't know if it's getting too specific, but where the groove changes up and it's like like all those hits. And that like, like that was literally our guitar player, Peter, just being like, yo, in the studio, like we had been practicing it for months and in the studio, he literally goes, nah, wait, I got you. And like, yo, do this. And we were all just like, that's fucking fire. So as far as like arrangement goes, like the, you know, the horn lines, I didn't write the horn lines, my arrangement, my producer homie, Theo wrote those. The baseline, like, nah, that was all all a collaborative effort of us just, like, playing and figuring it out. Like, yeah, no, for sure. And what's your, like, your recording process like with the band? Um, do you guys, because I know some bands, they'll end up recording, like, all of them together. Um, but then, obviously, there's, like, the newer approach where you're doing, like, the drums one or first, and then you layer everything else around that. How do you guys do your recordings? Definitely depends on the song and the environment. Like, but for this one specifically, we recorded all the rhythm in the same take. We recorded the drums, guitar, piano, and bass. 
So four of them, four of the instruments at the same time. And then did vocals and horns over that later because the song has a lot of like, especially in the beginning, like it starts slower mm-hmm. and it speeds up, speeds up specifically. And then there's that hit and then it comes in right, right on it. And there's like a bar of like th- five, four. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of, it's just like a very interesting beginning. And we felt like dubbing that like each one at a time just would not feel natural. So we just, we all came in on it and did four at a time. And I think it sounds really like live for that reason. Yeah. No, I can definitely hear that. That's why I was wondering what your guys' recording process is like together yeah. as a band. Um, definitely just depend on the song. On the song. When it comes to your musical breaks, is that arranged by someone or is that more kind of like on the spot or do you guys plan that out? How did that work for Closer? When you say breaks, you mean like like the like the hits? Yeah. Like, Our, like that shit? Um, well, more so because you have like instrumental breakdowns kind of oh, in the song. Shit. Yeah, instrumental breakdowns. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Now you're chilling. You're chilling. I'm being a pretentious ass. My bad. But. <laughs> so is that, yeah, is that something that you guys kind of map out? Um, yeah, when I wrote this song, I knew I wanted to go to piano at the end. Okay. Um, like go to that eighth note piano thing, like, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's what makes the kids like get lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, as <laughs> yeah. we would joke about that. Like, that's a joke. Like, like this is, this is what the youth want. Like, <laughs> it's like, just like dumb. We meme ourselves a lot. Like you got to meme yourself. But, um, yeah, yeah. I would say the idea usually, like I happen to write this song. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, I wrote that part, but if it's another song, Usually people will come with the idea of like, okay, I want this to be eighth note section, like whatever. Mm. And then I want horns to come in. Mm. So that's like the idea. That's what we want. But now the execution is like, okay, well, what chords are the piano playing? What are the horn lines? Is it building here? Like that's all arrangement stuff that we collaboratively figure out for sure. And just workshopping it. We just got to play it live mm. and just feel it out. A lot of it is just kind of jamming it out. And then people have ideas, put the kinks together and like, but yeah, yeah. The idea usually is solidified beforehand. Gotcha. And well, and with that, did you guys actually hit any major roadblocks at all? Like clashing ideas? Oh, shoot. You're asking the real questions. <laughs> um, Your fans want to know. Um, oh, yeah, Lisa. <laughs> all of my fans want to know. Now they do want to know. <laughs> um, nah, I don't think... I have to say, like, I think we do a really good job of respecting everyone's musical. Like, we all have a huge, we, we all we all have varying backgrounds when it comes to music. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up playing saxophone. I was in, like, wind ensemble and, like, jazz band growing up my whole mm-hmm. life. And mind you, I say that kind of, like, neggingly. Like, I fucking love jazz band. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, John Coltrane, that's my, that's my dude. So, like, <laughs> so... 
So, but, but for example, like our guitar player, Peter, like he was like that Beatles head can tell you every song off every album, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so we automatically are going to come into things with a lot of different influences to the point where I think there's no way not to respect that idea. That doesn't mean that I necessarily want it, but it's like, that's just some shit I would never think of. Like, you know, so I think, I think we do a good job of that. And like everyone else has other different varying backgrounds and stuff like that. Like Liz obviously comes from like, well, Liz actually be singing soul, but, but like really just messes with lo-fi Daniel Caesar, Yeba music, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I kind of went on a tangent there, but, <laughs> but nah, in short, we definitely don't fight about that. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. We might fight about other dumb things, but yeah. that we don't fight about. <laughs> They're also all my roommates. So like, Oh wow. I was washing Peter's dishes before, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll fight about that, but we're not we're not fighting about it. Nah, oh nah, my yeah. gosh. You guys do you that's a really random question, but do you find it hard living with your bandmates? Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, guys. She asked, Do you find it hard living with your bandmates? I'm doing this interview right now, and she's like, Do you find it hard living with your bandmates? Do you guys what, what do you think? Interviewing. The homie Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> what's up, guys? She says, what's up, guys? Hey, Lisa. Is it hard living? No. I think it's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, right. Wait. <laughs> it's, uh, it's super cool to have... I don't know if you talked about the... The, the just the house no we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay you here you no no go you're this is your moment bro. <laughs> it, well our, our house feels a lot of the times like not a home uh-huh. because <laughs> we just use it for practice and like music video shoots except it also at the same time makes things super convenient because we're able to if we have like an idea like jackson lives across the hall so we're able to just like walk into each other's rooms and right. just like it's pretty cool to be able to have just like instant um like results from our, our drums our, our dining room is currently there the, the the thing that is occupying our dining room is a drum set there's no table there anymore. nice <laughs> i love it um well jackson i want to know since you did write the lyrics for this specifically um what is your favorite lyric line in this song oh shoot <laughs> Let me think about that. Yeah, it's always a stumper. That's interesting. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> um, hmm. Like I want to say, come a little closer, my dear. Like that's the, mm. like that's the that's the whole thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I first wrote that, I was like, that's cheesy as fuck. Like that's what <laughs> I thought in my head. I'm like, come a little closer, my dear. Because like the my dear thing is like I don't talk like that. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Who talks like that? No one talks like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I hate when people call me that. But it didn't bother like, me gross. at all. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, no, it's gross. But but I think I think for like unrelated reason, like personally, personally, I mean I guess I shouldn't degrade myself during an interview, but I don't think this is like my strongest lyrical performance in oh. any means. Um, um but also it was written a long time ago and is mm. coming out now. You know, it's also mm. like a weird thing. Cause like, if you're hearing this now, it's a new song. Everyone just assumes that's a new song, mm-hmm. but it was written like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would go with come a little closer, my dear, only because I stuck with it and I was proud of myself and it worked mm. out. And I think it's the hook of the, it's like, it's not the hook of the song, but it's like the, the thing you remember from the song. Right. I feel like, 
Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stick with that. Okay, not the best answer, but <laughs> do it's you have the one. a do you have a favorite production element? Hmm. This is more in the sense of it because it's not a heavily produced song, you know, like yeah. as far as like sense and stuff, mm-hmm. or like a beat or whatnot. So this is more in the essence of like a old school, like what what they would call producing in like the 60s and 70s is like having this arrangement but i think that second verse when that second verse comes in and what i said peter did which is the mm-hmm. like that that whole groove switch up when the second verse comes in that wasn't ready until very last minute and that was really him producing mm-hmm. on the fly and i think that just makes it like i think that second verse is like the hardest thing we've done out right now so yeah i think that's easy yeah all right awesome uh, well, do you have any other interesting, cool, fun facts about this song when it comes to the writing, production, or the recording process? Hmm. Fun facts. Well, it was just at a very interesting time in our lives mm-hmm. because basically two of our band members were going abroad because we're all in school. Oh. And, and they needed to go abroad for like their own reasons, you know, uh-huh. but we needed to record everything, all of their parts before they left. So it kind of felt like we were racing against the clock kind mm-hmm. of. And then we got it. And it was like this huge relief. But then we realized, oh my God, me and Liz have to record all of our stuff. And it was right around February of 2020. Mm-hmm. So like COVID was like yeah. about a hit and no one knew that. Yeah. And we got it in under the gun, even though we had no idea that this was coming. I just think like, what if one of us got sick or something that last right. week? Like we literally would not have finished any of the songs that are out right now because we were recording all of them at the same time. Mm. And we kind of just wanted to get them off our plate because it had just, all the songs that are out now and are like probably going to maybe be coming out, maybe not, like were songs that we performed when we first started, when we first formed the band. And mm. all of those songs were like, kind of just the songs we'd play at, at these house shows around Syracuse and those house shows were crazy. And that's kind of how we got a little bit of our following or like most of our following. Mm-hmm. Um, so those songs are really special to us, even if necessarily they don't like the new music we're making right now. I feel like everyone obviously feels just more excited about it. It's newer and we've all gotten better and grown. Like it just feels like a better version of ourselves, but, but those songs like were the start of no new friends. And like, we all really cherish that. I think. So it was, I'm really like so grateful that they came, that they got recorded because they very easily could not have gotten recorded. I shit you not, it came up to a couple of days and then we all had to go split off into our separate parts of the country because of COVID. And like, it really could have gone either way. Like we all said that, we always say that. Like, I think we finished the last vocal cut on Closer maybe three days before we all got sent home because we were at school and we got sent home. And just really crazy shit, you know? And, like, I remember we had to go in at, like, at, like, overnight and, like, download all the stems off the computer because we didn't – no one knew at that time, like, what was good. Like, we didn't know if it was going to be a week or, you know? Mm -hmm. So we downloaded all the stems off of it just to have it just in case. And, like, if if we didn't do that, who fucking knows what happened? So, yeah, just, like, crazy, crazy shit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a not not so fun fact, but I guess it's a (laughs) – it's kind of fun. I don't yeah. know. No, that's a good, interesting fact. 
Um, well, Jackson, can you tell everyone where they could download and stream closer and Dude. and yes. where they can follow no new friends on social media? Yo, <laughs> if you're listening right now, go stream closer, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Prime Music, freaking yeah. title, wherever you get mm-hmm. music, YouTube music, if you're about that. I don't really know about that, but if you're about <laughs> it, I'm about it. So do that. Follow us at nonewfriends.music on Instagram. That's nonewfriends.music. I'm going to say it again because you forgot. <laughs> and um, yeah, just support, just support, support artists. Like yes. what, what else? What yes. else? You know, like, like we're all trying, you know, and I feel like, and I feel like, you know, people only jump on the bed. Like you're, people get popping and then people want to support them. Then they're like, mm-hmm. oh shoot, oh shoot. But it's like, a lot of times no one really realizes what it goes through to get popping yep. and I'm trying to be popping yep. and I'm going to be popping. Yep. So shout out Lisa's podcast, <laughs> Sound Scrub. Yo, yeah. freaking support Sound Scrub because <laughs> it's dope. You've been doing this for a while. Yes. This is crazy. Like you have my so second many. season. Yep. Dude, congrats to you. That's <laughs> fucking you, sick. <laughs> Listen to Sound Scrub because they have cool artists like me come on and that's yes. awesome. And I don't get to do this a lot and that's fun. <laughs> so no new friends, Dot music last time. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on everything. Mm-hmm. DM me. I will respond. I don't have any DMs. <laughs> Let's chat. That's it. All right. Yes. Thank you so much, Jackson, for coming on my show. And Dude. I loved learning about no new friends. And I loved learning about Closer as well. Thank you so much. Dude. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Appreciate it. Hope we can do this again sometime. To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening. Just-